welcome to season three of Love Unlimited with Helen podcast. In this season, we shall open up our borders and explore the vast richness, abundance, and uniqueness of life. We shall dig deep to learn more about relationships in their every single sense. Our guests for this season are equipped with loads of wisdom and knowledge that I'm also eager to delve into as I learn and grow. Hi, my name is Helen, Certified Master Life Coach and Certified Relationships Coach. Love, life and prosperity drive my curiosity and I love delving into all this with joy. What drives you? If you haven't connected with me yet, please make a point to subscribe to this podcast and share it with your friends. Let's continue the talk after this podcast on social media. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And my pen name is Guru Helen. You can also learn more about me and what I'm about on www.guruhelen.com. I look forward to connecting more with you. This podcast is sponsored by Popstar Seize Your Center Stage. It is available on Handbook and Kindle version. You can get yourself a copy on Amazon.ca, Amazon.com, or better still, you can find it on my website at www.guruhelen.com. Welcome to the show. Our guest today is Lee Ann Blaney, all the way from Australia. Lee Ann Blaney guides you to stand in your power and create lasting intentional changes so you can live the life you deserve. She is an award-winning author, podcast host, and bucket list coach. Leanne will wake you up and support you to live a life full of fun, adventure, and sparkle. Her mission is to inspire you to break out of conformity and start designing your own life now. She will inspire you to use the formidable power of your mind to replace negative habits with constructive actions and align your thinking to such a degree that goal achieving becomes as natural as breathing. Welcome to the show, Leanne. And welcome to the show. Today we are honored to have Leanne. And like I said in the bio, she is an author, a best-selling author. Her book was number one in Amazon. I'll show you right here. It was an Amazon bestseller, if you can see there. And she's also a very good coach, a friend, all the way from Australia. It's like not East meeting West. <laughs> Welcome to the show, Leanne. Oh, thank you so much, Helen. So happy to be here. Oh, thank you. Would you like to tell our listeners and viewers a little bit about yourself? Yeah, sure. Well, I suppose I'll start with, like, yes, I'm an Australian. I um, live in Australia, so you can probably tell by the accent. <laughs> I can't tell, but, you know, I'm sure you do. I can, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I live in Brisbane, and it's a nice part of Australia where it's very, very warm. So it's quite warm today. We're coming into our summer. And I suppose a little bit about me. I'm 52. I'm loving my life at the moment. I have a partner who supports me with my business and going out and doing lots of challenges, which I'm sure I'll talk to you about 
later. And I have two, oh, I have a daughter and I have two beautiful grandbabies, two little granddaughters. Congratulations on that. Thank you. So, yeah, lots happening and they don't live too far from me, so we get to see them lots and yeah, and I yeah, I suppose what I do is I do a lot of running and challenges and bucket listing and I've got my business and yes, I love to write my book. That was fantastic when I wrote my book. And I think that what I've done is I've gotten to this stage in my life where I've been through a lot of, you know, dramas and stuff as we do going through our 20s and being mm-hmm. divorced and then about it. moving around lots of places and and that so I've been through that. I went through, you know, having to lose weight and being sad and depressed and angry and all those sort of things in just before I turned 40. But once I turned 40, I, I seem to turn my life around. So it's just been a wonderful... What like, is last, the new 20? <laughs> I think it is. It definitely is. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, that's that's mainly me out there loving. I've got my own podcast, so I've had you on as a guest, which I love. Yes, I love yes. talking. And what's your podcast called? Ignite Your Life. There you go, yeah. Yeah. and tell us a little bit about bucket listing so the bucket listing is something um I didn't put a name on it for a long time but what I'd call myself was an adventure coach because I like to get out there and do challenges test myself do things that push myself out of my comfort zone because I felt that you know my life was fairly small for a long time so I Mm -hmm. realized that these things light me up so I'm doing challenges and then I found out there's this guy called the bucket list guy and I went and saw him talk. I thought, yes, I love his message of living your life now, doing your bucket list now, not waiting till one day when you're going to die, on your deathbed, having regrets, all that type of thing that, you know, most people associate bucket listing with. What we do is we we get a bucket list where I've got like a spreadsheet now. Like I'm really into it. <laughs> I have all these different categories and things that I want to do. And it just makes you look forward to every day and like the bigger things you look forward to like your holidays and travel and stuff people know that but that feeling you can have on a daily basis if you want to if you just got things to tick off that you want to do and it could be like I just want to learn to juggle that's on my list I want to learn Swedish I want to you know I want to do all these different things and so having a bucket list it's like having a goals list I suppose but you call it a bucket list of all these wonderful things you want to try and achieve that's so true. That's so true. I love that. And is it important for everyone to have one? Because some of us have what we call, I have a bucket list, but it's somewhere in my head and it keeps changing every day, which is not right. Is That's it important it. for us to write the bucket lists? I think it's really important to write it down or have it somewhere because we've there's a lot of research out there that shows, like even with goals, the people who are most successful in achieving their goals write things down. They have a list of things there. They look at it regularly and they work towards the things on their list or their goals. So the same thing with a bucket list. To me, it's like a big goals list for me. It's like, I suppose, I call it my life plan. Yeah. So under that bucket list life plan, I have things for my relationship, for my business, uh, for my personal life, you know, all these things that I want to achieve. So having them there front of mind you know it makes you want to work towards them you're right and I think the more you see them the more you are attracted to following them and to make sure that they happen that's wonderful tell me about how did you start I know on your website there's this list you you people subscribe to get and it's called Mm -hmm. is it 101 things to do or it's a bucket listing sort of suggestion it's like a 
it's 101 inspirational adventures. So just things to get your mind thinking about some fun things to try and get out there and do. I love that because I, I downloaded it and I was like, I haven't done 10 of them yet. <laughs> <laughs> Something to work towards then. <laughs> I have a lot. I have about 99, 90, 90, 91, 92 to go. I'm like, oh, I better get started. I better get started. And just I wanted to comment <laughs> on your skin. I think because you're adventurous, your skin also looks very nice. You said you're 52. Did I get that? 52, yes. Okay. Yeah. Then I think you're 52 going 25 from your, your look. <laughs> so that's very, very good. Tell me, why, why did you think, did you want to become an adventure coach? What drove you to that? And I just seen a lot of women out there and I, I suppose myself too, I was stuck in a job where I wasn't happy. It was a government job and people were just not the people that I wanted to be around and I wasn't sort of, I was going to work and coming home and going to work and coming home. I said, no, I can't stand this. And then I was thinking, yeah, I was thinking back to when I was the happiest and it was like my childhood, teens, even in some time in my 20s of just getting out there doing different things, like exciting things. And I don't mean jumping out of a plane. I don't know that I want to do that, but I was doing lots of different things. Just, you know, I started running, I I entered fun runs and I just wanted to challenge myself. So I thought, well, if this has really changed my life and I'll tell you a little story. On my 40th birthday, I climbed a mountain and stood on top of this mountain and went, (gasps) woohoo, and realised this is what I love about my life and I think other people or other women especially oh, wow. would love. So I've become an adventure coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's wonderful. I, I feel like I know women, we are so we are so stuck in small boxes like children. No, first of all, become a good daughter. That means you don't get very adventurous. Then you become a good wife who is not always going out. Then you become a good mother who's always down and home with children. Then you become a good grandma who's mm. always available for babysitting. So we seldom take care of ourselves. And I thought when I was looking at those one-on-one inspiration ideas on how to have fun, I was like, yeah, I think we have really written a very sad tale of ourselves, a very mm. sad story. And as women, Although we are endowed generally with a long life, it's mostly plain. I'm a daughter, wife, mother, grandma, done. <laughs> if you're very adventurous, stay at home entrepreneur. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to go out that much. So I think you are really a needed mm. person in our lives that we should come and get those ideas. And do you get yes. clients from all over the world on coaching on adventure yeah that's right because a lot of women uh come to me you know generally after they turn 40 because they're starting to ask those questions about Ah. is this all there is to life you know is this all I'm going to be doing and so they start asking these questions and this is because they've been Mm -hmm. on that path that you were just talking about that society wants us to do is to go and follow this path well it doesn't mean that path is for everybody I mean it is for some and they love it but if you've got that adventurous spirit how are you going to be good, you know, for, your, say, your grandbabies if you're stuck, not happy, just doing what you're supposed to do, you know, and if you want to have that bit of spirit in you and get out there and do something adventurous, that is so much better for your grandchildren to see, so much better for your children to see, and you are your better person because you're you're happy, which means that all that energy goes into your family. So I really feel that if we do things for ourselves, prioritise ourselves and find out that 
will have a very ha- will have a very happy oh, society. Exactly. exactly. You're very right about yeah, that. That's so true. <laughs> because have you noticed, ladies, when you go out for our ladies' night and come home, we are way happier. Yes. Very happy. Very not because of the wine or anything, but just that moment of staying out, zoning out of the routine and having a moment to distress. And adventure is what it does. Uh, I have two teen children. From the time they were young, my husband and I love traveling too. We love driving all long places and going together. And I, w- I was not of the idea that we should stop that just because we have children. So what were we doing? We used to backpack our kids. And everywhere we went, we went with them. And we still do that today. Uh, last summer, we went on a trip around uh, the Rockies. Mm-hmm. And I thought because they are now in their advanced teens, they may not want it. Apparently, they had a lot of fun and they loved it. And I've come to realize, yeah, we limit ourselves thinking just because they are teens or they are children, they wouldn't want to be with us for adventure. I think adventure is something everyone loves. Yeah, and I really feel it's because you're in the moment. You know, you were saying like when you even go out with your girlfriends and that, and you feel really good when you come back, it's because you're present. You're in yeah. the moment. You're enjoying what's around you, what's happening at that moment. That's the same with adventure. When you go out doing those adventurous things, um, you're in the mm-hmm. moment and you're not worrying about the future or thinking about the past, you know, all these different things that are on our mind. It's being there and enjoying the moment. Yeah, before we forget that, would you give the listeners, because I'll put this on YouTube, would you give the listeners and the viewers the email address they'd get the, uh, the website they'd go to so that they can get that adventure. Yeah, if you just go to leanblaney.com and it'll come straight up as a light box and you can pick it. I, I'll put it also in the notes, leanblaney.com. Please, gen- ladies, especially ladies who are 40 and up, who feel like uh, a plain monochromatic uh, life, please go for that small. It's a small handout, but it's very rich. It will trigger your adventure mm-hmm hormones they will start coming up now leanne tell us about balance balance all right so i found a lot of women especially you know when they're working in a job and they're going through the motions and that uh, often are heading towards that um burnout road you know they they're going they're on that road they're going down they're burning out they've got no energy for themselves they're not doing anything for themselves and i thought, well, what did I do to turn my life around it? And I thought about all the different things I did. And really, most of them were all inside. It's not this work-life balance stuff because you can do whatever you want to do. If you love your work and want to do lots in there and you're energised by that, that's totally fine. For me, it's that balance Mm -hmm. inside. So I decided to write a book just getting that foundation out there of, you know, telling especially women how to look after themselves. What sort of things do you want? And the book sort of takes you through looking inside, being brave enough to look inside because I know sometimes it can be scary, but just to start working yeah. on the little things. And then it takes you on that journey to right at the end to having that 101 inspirational adventures so that you get that adventure spirit. Because yeah. I know some some women, you know, it's a bit scary to go from where they are at the moment to go, oh, out there doing adventures. You've got to do some little <laughs> steps. Take little steps and just start yeah. adding it in for you. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. And and I, I remember there was chapter 12 I was looking at, chapter 13 actually. It's about, well, it was chapter 12. I'm sure it was chapter 12. Let me go back there. And as we talk, I'll read a part of it that I really loved. 
That's chapter 11 is my 12th. Compassion, yes. Mm. I love how you quoted here, Dalai Lama. Only the development of compassion and understanding for others can bring us the tranquility and happiness we all seek. And as I was reading through it, I was like, isn't that what all mothers do? Yes, they do. However, it, there's one that is here that I really liked. Being kind to others is how to show compassion. Be there for someone, reach out to them, put yourself in their shoes, think about why they act as they do and be sensitive to their pain. That hit me so hard because I have been always the one who listens until I was like, now I'm not listening to anyone. Then I realized after reading that part, I was like, I'm not, I'm losing my compassion muscle. Mm. Yeah. So I was reminded and I know people say, well, you can't do that for everyone. Uh, yes, you cannot be there for everyone. But what would you tell ladies who feel like they no longer want to care about the people around them? They just feel like they want to go carefree. I think it's an interesting thing because when I wrote that chapter, it was compassion about others as well as compassion for yourself. So when you develop mm -hmm. that muscle of listening to others and being there for others, and yes, you don't need to be there for everybody, but these are for the key people in yeah. your life too because you know, yeah. it's really important to be to listen and put yourself in other people's shoes to understand what they're going through because then you understand why they do things and then you might feel, yeah. you know, feel a bit more as though you're able to forgive that behaviour because everyone's behaviour is not necessarily who they are. They might have acted yeah, in a certain way because of something they're going through. You just don't know what, what that person's been through to act in that certain way. And that's why I think having mm -hmm. compassion for themselves uh, and you you know, you can start working, well, what, even for yourself, why did I behave that way? That's not who I truly am. Mm. Am I not, you know, living my life according to my values? Am I not getting the fun mm -hmm. and enjoyment that I want? So it goes two ways. I think it's really important just to build that muscle to understand other people's behaviour. That's what compassion is really important because it's about the behaviour of others and yourself. Yeah. And compassion is not the same as being judgmental. They're exact opposites. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. So ladies, we need to stop judging and pulling in our lips when we see something we don't approve of. In Africa, that's very common. We have a style of pulling our lips when you don't approve of something. Mm. And that's being judgmental. And so I would recommend every lady over 40 to get this. It's called Balance Adventure School for Women at 40. I think it's over 40. Because <laughs> I'm over 40. I'm like at 40. I'm too late. I'm already a few years too late, about eight years too late, but you need to read this book. And if you have a friend who's turning 40, there's a gift idea. There's a gift idea. Now, tell me something also about your coaching business. When you go coaching, do you do individual or do you do groups? I actually do both um, because I, oh. I find there's a, a need for both. Some people like that individual attention. Others are happy to do it in a group. And mm -hmm. that's where I'll lead people through, depending on what it is. But we, we start off with the balance and then we work out, you know, ways. Because I am a neurochange practitioner, I look at ways the brain can help us to make lasting change and to look at our habits and behaviours and change wow. that so that we can achieve our goals. So then we can go out there bucket listing. So there's sort of a bit of a, a flow that we take that I take people awesome. through. And what's the most popular question you get in your coaching? Oh, 
I think I've had a few, you know what, the ones that seem to have come attracted to me are these women who don't know how to have a venture. They go, well, I don't know what to look for. I, I'm not very good. I, I let everyone else make the decisions. How do I start working out what I want? Oh. And that's the thing because people know what I, what you don't want, but it's very difficult to know what do you want. So that's the yeah. question. I don't know what I want. How do I work that out? Uh, so yeah. that's where I sort of loosen people up and get the juices flowing and working out. Even with bucket listing lists, that can start getting the juices flowing if you do it with other people. Go, oh, yeah, I'm going to steal that one. I love that. <laughs> I'm going to this one too and this one. <laughs> it's the only thing where you can cheat, copy, steal, you know, copy it's off true. someone's uh, bucket it's true. list. <laughs> and, and as you said, I'm like, yeah, all women know what they don't want, mm-hmm. but they hardly know what they want. That is very true. That's- and I can imagine how you feel when the light bulb goes off on them and you're like, wow, they got it. Do you well, have- they just send me messages. They go, wow, I'm going to do this now. Or I've just uh, climbed a bridge or something. I go, woohoo, that's a bit different to when we started, isn't it? <laughs> do you ever go for adventures with some of your clients? Do you ever go off on adventures with them? Um, I don't tend to with the clients because I'll have so many that are international and mm-hmm. don't live near me. Yeah, I seem to do a lot of um, on the Zoom because I am international. But yeah. I do a lot with my local area with them. I've got them in a running group. We do adventures together, like running adventures. I also have other people that I've got a, a girlfriend who she's in business as well. We do things there. But I always go for a birthday. You're having an experience. So I'm taking you somewhere. Oh. So I'm taking her indoor skydiving, that type of things. <laughs> You've done <laughs> skydiving? Indoor skydiving, oh, you know that oh, one where you're oh, in a big, oh, yeah, the one that yeah. you're pushed up by some pressure air and all that. That's yeah. nice. I'd love yeah. to go through that. That's something I it can do. Awesome. I think that's a that would be an easy bucket list thing to do. Yeah, if I'll get myself yeah. to that place. <laughs> yeah, I'll have to find where they are. I know they are here somewhere in Canada, but Edmonton actually, I think I've seen them. I would love that. Now, yeah. one la- one other question about your personal life. How does your mm-hmm. partner respond to your adventurous spirit? I think he loves it because he's he's quite a quiet person mm-hmm. and he just says, and if I go, I think we'll go and do this, he goes, okay, and then he works it out for me. So he loves it. He's very supportive in that way. Wow. He's taken up running as well. Wow. Um, he never thought he'd be a runner. He's more into golf and team sports, but he started running in that and we do running you know, fun runs and things. He doesn't quite do the half marathon like I do, but he does the 10K fun runs. I can do me, five. I'll do five for you. <laughs> He's very much into the 5Ks because we do park run. I don't know if you have park run over there, mm-hmm. but park run here is we do it every Saturday and he loves his statistics and stuff. And he says, all right, we need this one. We're going to go touristing here. So oh. he gets that enjoyment from that as well. So he, And he still gets his stats and his you know, fun from that sort of thing. So I go, yeah, I'll do that with you. And then I go and do other things as well, like a half marathon or I'm going trail running next year. I'm working out my trails at the moment. That's nice. That's awesome. And how about your daughter? She has come with me at times running. She mm-hmm. she um, has been very supportive. Like I go, it's Mother's Day. I'd love you to come running with me. So oh, she goes, oh, really? Awesome. But, she, <laughs> but she comes and she loves it. But she loves hearing about, you know, things that I do and she wants to make sure that her daughter's have experience as well. I think it's been very important for her to realise that experiences are what make the kids happy because she had so many experiences growing up. Yeah. You know, I mean, taking it, it's not so much the material things. Mm-hmm. It's like getting out there and going different places, um, doing different challenges that actually push you outside your comfort zone a little bit. So, yeah, she loves it as well. 
So you've been doing this coaching both at home and informal life. You've been coaching yeah. your, key, your kid, your husband. You're just coaching everyone all the way. That's nice. <laughs> Seems that way, yeah. But I really think like with coaching, it sometimes can be a scary thing for other people to think about coaching, but really all it is is working out where you are now mm-hmm. and getting you to where you want to go and Absolutely. just what's stopping you in between. That's all it is. And so when I sort of role model that, it helps the people around me, oh, look at that, I'm excited about something. Oh, I might try that. So it gets them doing that without me actually being coachy or anything. I yeah. totally love that. People think coaching is a foremost trick for box-like lifestyle (laughs) but you see now you're a role model on how to coach you become the the example you know like you tell people this is how I'm living you can also do it and I believe that's what most coaches should do rather than just making it a paper and book thing you leave it so that those who come to you they have seen you live through it and they're attracted to you because of what you do do you ever have sessions online that people yeah. can come and have a free yeah. experience of your adventure? Like a Zoom master group or something? Uh, I'm actually going to start something next year, I think. So I've Yay. done I've done one-on-ones via Zoom where they can come and I can talk them through like a balance audit so we can go through balance and work out where you are with balance and stuff. So I do that, a free one yeah. for people because... You know, I really just want to help people. I really feel that ripple effect goes out there. It's not, yeah. not necessarily that I'm doing it to make sure people come and be clients of mine. It's just to help them. If it could even be that little spark that lights them up to get out there doing things, I loved it. And I'll chat to anybody about, you know, getting that adventurous spirit. I'm, I'm happy to do that. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, and if some of my followers would like to get to you, what's the easiest way to get to you? Uh, probably you can email me at leanne at leanneblaney.com. That's mm-hmm. the easiest way. Or if you go on the website, there's a contact form anyway, which uh, you can send a message to me. Okay. Yeah. So we'll put also the same contact address there, how they'll get their book, how they'll get their one-on-one ideas, and that's wonderful. Before we stop today, I need to ask you a few personal questions so that we can get to know what triggers you. Number one. <laughs> If I was to take you to a music uh, or a dance room or uh, somewhere, what kind of music do you love? Oh, you know, I'm a bit of a dancer to pop type music. Like if you give me a bit of Katy Perry or something, you know, Raw, you know, something oh, empowering. I Kelly was Clarkson. just listening to one as I came. <laughs> yeah, like Kelly Clarkson's Stronger, that sort of stuff. You, you know, like modern pop. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do you like lots of different music. stuff, but to dance, I love that modern pop. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like, do you like uh, classics? Yes, I do. I'll listen, especially if I'm in the house by myself. I love to have that softer music or classical music. I was brought up, um, I learnt piano and I learnt classical piano when I was a kid, uh, so I do like classical music uh, as well. Yeah, You like a bit of Mozart and Beethoven yeah. here and there. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Favourite dish? Oh, dish, food. Um, yes, food, food, food. <laughs> Food. I'm not a big foodie, to be honest, but, you know, because I like, you know, food is fuel to me. If I can just get something quickly that's healthy, I'll do that. But I suppose, you know, if it's a bit naughty, I'll go an ice cream. I love ice cream. But if it's a bit bit healthy, um, I I tend to like, you know, a bit of a salad. I I really do like my salads. But, um, 
Yeah, that's probably what I tend to go to. I mean, if I'm really being naughty, it can be ice cream or maybe nachos. <laughs> yeah, when you're being, when you're like spoiling yourself. Yes. Or having done something good. That's it. If I was to take you on a trip around the world, which city would you love to visit outside of Australia? Oh, there are so many that are on my list. And it's not funny because I'm... Um, I'm asking the wrong question, bucket list person. Oops. I know. It's so I, many. Know. <laughs> I can narrow it down to one. My next one on my list, because I do I do want to go to London. I haven't been to the mm-hmm. United Kingdom. Um, I mean, there's two countries that I want to go to, United Kingdom and Canada, which is uh, I'm really keen to do the Rockies down there, that, um, that yes. train trip. <laughs> so, I'll host yeah. you. I will host you. That will be fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, boy, that would be nice. So you're looking to adventure into the Rockies. I'll tell you a place called Banff. It's breathtaking. It's beautiful. Yeah. I don't know much about London. Never been there, but I know there's Thames there. I don't know if they have so much adventure places to go to, but I believe there's some. There's a lot of history in London yeah. to see and to learn from. Yeah. That's wonderful. And one last bit. What advice would you give to ladies who are so bored with what they're doing yet so afraid to step out of their comfort zone? I really feel that if you can get um, somebody just to support you, like I'm lucky that I've got my partner. Sometimes you don't have the partner that's got the same interests. But if you can get like some girlfriends together to try little things and just work out, okay, maybe it's your turn to to pick something. Someone picks something different because, you know, I might like running, but you might like doing macrame or I think you call, guys call it macrame or something. But, um, mm-hmm. you know, just try, try little things. There's so much there that's out on the internet that you can find in your local area mm-hmm. or even doing online. But I think it's just finding one little thing and just using that as your little challenge. Don't do the big stuff to start with because that can be too daunting. It might even be just if you're not used to walking, go down and walk on the foreshore or go along the river or climb a mountain that's a, a little one, you know, just just start something, you know, but the first thing is to research it and get support. Mm. Yeah, research, get support. You heard, ladies, mm. you have no reason to stay miserable when the whole world is waiting to give you fun. Yeah. And from that, we say, Leanne, thank you so, so much for taking the time And just helping us to see that part of ourselves that we have never, ever thought we could go back after getting married and having children. Thank you so much. And God bless you, Leah. Thank you so much. And that is all we had for today. I'm glad that you learned something, you grew, you enjoyed. And I'd encourage you to subscribe to this podcast, share so that your friends can also learn a thing or two from the platform. If you'd like to get in touch with me, you can connect with me on LinkedIn, Helen Juma, or at Guru Helen on Instagram, Facebook. This podcast was sponsored by Popstar. Get yourself a copy on www.guruhelen.com. And until next week, where we shall invite another guest, learn, grow, and love some more. This is Helen signing out. Peace and love to y'all.